Hello everyone out there, it's me again, Peter Harris with Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is Secrets to Refinancing Commercial Real Estate. Let's get started. First question is, why refinance commercial real estate? What's so important about refinancing commercial real estate? I have three compelling reasons. Number one, it can immensely, that's immensely increase your cash flow and your cash and cash return, your ROI, on your investments. Number two, you can pull out cash from the property that's tax-free to either buy another property, to do necessary repairs, or to do renovations and increase the rents. In my opinion, win, win, win. And thirdly, it's what most successful investors do to keep their money moving. All right. The next question is, what is a commercial real estate refinance and how does it differ from a home loan refi? Well, most of you are familiar with refinancing your home. As your equity goes up, you can refi into a better loan with better rates or even pull out cash. Simple stuff, right? And most home loans mature in 30 years and are amortized over 30 years. Pretty simple stuff. Commercial loans, however, may also uh, amortize over 30 years, but they mature. They come due not 30 years, but between somewhere between 5 and 10 years. Okay, Much different than, than your home loan. That means when they mature in those 5 or 10 years, you have to either sell the property or refinance it into a, a new loan altogether. The other major difference is that commercial refinances depend on the NOI, the net operating income of the property, but home loans do not. Therefore, the higher the NOI you can create, the better loan terms you get, the more cash you can pull out. And vice versa, if your NOI is lacking or it's unstable, your commercial refi loan may be denied. All right, so let's jump into three real-life examples where I break it all down for you. All right, the first one is, <coughs> pardon me, the first one is Dave and his wife uh, own a 56-unit apartment building in Florida. They bought it distressed four years ago from a bank for what I would say is a very good price. So they obviously need to put money and work into the property. The down payment to buy the property came from two investors. Now, Dave was not a good property operator. He was not a good manager and the property suffered for it. It had very, very poor rent collections and it had a less than stellar reputation in the community. And he also felt bad for his investors who were not getting paid. Right. So he came to me for advice and he actually wanted to sell the property and be done with real estate altogether. Of course, I, I felt his pain, but I saw potential not only in the property, but I also put, saw potential in Dave and his wife. If we can get the property to run properly. So to make a long story short, over the course of 18 months, we repositioned the property with better tenants and improved looks on the inside and out. We pretty much painted the building. We cleaned up the landscape so the drive-by, the curb appeal was excellent now. And on the inside, we redid the kitchens, the bathrooms, uh, new tile flooring, paint, and some really cool-looking light fixtures. And rent collections, I can say now, are consistently over 95%, and the rents have gone up over 25%. So, 
It was now time to make a decision. Do they sell or do they hold? Here's what I advise them to do as their coach and mentor. Number one, I recommend it that they refinance now because the NOI has gone up significantly and is now stabilized. And as everyone knows out there, as your NOI goes up, your property value goes up. Number two, I advise them to pull out the cash to pay back their investors. Okay, keep them happy. Number three, keep the property. Don't sell it. And number four, reinvest your money and investors' money into another property to keep the whole journey going. So the end result was a happy wife. And how many know out there that uh, when you invest with your wife and she's on your team, when she's happy, that's good. So he has a happy wife. He has pleased investors who will now spread the word and help him raise more capital. He has cash to buy another property. And lastly, um, most importantly to me, he has renewed confidence to now do this business full-time. So you can probably say that they are full-time real estate syndicators. So here's a lesson, right? Get help. That's the lesson. Get help. The other lesson is if you have a property with potential, I need you to work your butt off to realize its potential, right? Then refi because cash pleases everyone. All right? Okay. That's the first example of the impact of a smart refi and what it can do. All right. Here's a second uh, real life example. Uh, I'm going to talk about Daryl. So Daryl works in sales and has been for the last 28 years and he's, he's really good at it. Uh, but he works long hours and, uh, he's pretty much a hundred percent commission. So, uh, you can tell it's stressful and, uh, and frankly, he's tired, right? That's what he tells me. So about 12 years ago, he purchased a 14 unit property in New York City. And he tells me that, uh, in his New York accent, Peter, this is my retirement. And he was very proud of it. And, um, so I asked him the normal questions and, uh, here's what I found out, right? To get straight to the point. He could possibly retire sooner or work a whole lot less hour sooner if he did this uh, if, with a smart refi. So here's some details. His original loan balance, you know, when he bought the property was one was one point six million at six percent interest, and it was amortized over twenty years. His payments were about eleven thousand dollars a month, right? So after paying off uh, paying down his mortgage for 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 a good twelve years. His mortgage balance was now around $800,000. So he has a ton of equity there and a really small loan balance compared to, to, to what the properties were today. So Daryl has two choices. One, he could continue to pay the $11,000 per month for another eight years. And then his property will be completely paid for, paid off. That's a great thing. Or two, he could refinance at his current loan balance, you know, the 800000 with a lower interest rate and a longer amortization schedule that would increase his cash flow, you know, it would reduce his payments. Let's take a quick look at this on paper. At $800,000 at 5% interest amortized over 30 years, this would drop his mortgage payments to about $4,000 per month, right? So remember, he, right now he's paying 11. So that's an increase in cash flow of about $7,000 a month or $84,000 a year which happens to be a little more than his salary that he made last year. So Daryl has some decisions to make, don't you think? So my question is this, what would you do? Listeners out there, what would you do? Would you stay where you are for another eight years and pay off the property and just continue working, even if you don't like what you do? 
Or would you refi, lower your payments, increase your cash flow, and work less hours or do whatever you want to do, retire or do something else? So what would you do? So I think you have a good idea what Daryl did. This is a great example of the options that a well-thought-out, smart refi, what it can do for you. All right, let me go to the third and uh, last real-life example. This is Alan and Myra's situation. They own a small shopping center, Midtown. I mean, the, the location is the best. It's, that's, the, that's what they have going for. The location is fantastic. They love the property. It's been in the family for years, and it cash flows decently. But here's the issue. Their loan matures next year, meaning that they're going to have to get a new loan at that time. Shouldn't be a problem, right? Well, there is a problem. You see, when you refinance a home, the lender will value your refi based upon the comparable sales in the neighborhood. That's true for commercial too. They'll find a comparable commercial property, compare it, but the lender is also going to put a huge emphasis on the NOI, the net operating income, to be at a certain level and stable for a certain period of time. Now, Alan has not been the best landlord lately. He has um, about 3,000 square feet of space that's been vacant for about two years, right? Not because of the demand in the area. It's because Alan's lazy, in my opinion, right? And his wife needs to get on him. His second problem is he lets a few of the tenants not pay their full rent because he's too friendly with them, right? In my opinion, he's too lazy. So I, I warn Alan that it's most likely that your lender for your refi is not going to approve your refi at the loan amount you want because of these two issues, right? So Alan wanted to find out for himself. So he went ahead and he applied for a new loan with a local lender. And um, a couple of them came back and they said they would do the loan, but the interest rates was way too high and other terms were horrible. They wanted him to put money in escrow. The interest rate was high. The amortization schedule, the number of years was way too low. Payments shot through the roof, right? So um, Alan showed me, and apparently I explained to him that they gave him terms as if the property was high risk and distress. To lenders, the property was high risk, right? Poor rent collections and too high of a vacancy. Alan and his wife didn't see their, their property as distress, but the lenders did. Eventually, to make a long story short, they were able to refi their property with basically the same month their loan was due. Right. And they, and they were to get good terms once they pay closer attention to the needs of the property. Right. So so Alan got close to 3000 square feet uh, leased out and they turned the table, turned the corner on getting their, their tenants to pay on time. So in the nick of time, they were to do that. Right. So here are two lessons here. One is always, always run a tight ship because every property with a loan on it has a refi on the horizon. Right. So I always run a tight ship because refi is right around the corner. And two, keep your eye on the NOI, right? So you've heard me the last few minutes discuss NOI and its importance when doing a commercial refi. So keep your eye on, on the NOI. All right, let me um, summarize these last few minutes with three points. Number one is you can use your refi as a repositioning tool right? Repositioning basically your investing journey of that property. You can improve the property. If you if you improve the property's financials, the performance of it, that will enable you to pull out cash, repay yourself, repay investors, buy another property, do whatever you want to do. And the journey will not only continue, 
it can take you to greater heights. All right. So look at a refi as as a repositioning tool for not only the property, but for yourself. Second point I want to make is look at refis as a way to increase cash flow. Now, here's a question. What's the biggest indicator that you're ready to work less hours or leave a job? Well, I can tell you it's not net worth, it's not equity in your property, it is cash flow, period. Cash flow. Cash flow determines when you're ready to work less hours or leave a job, not your net worth in your home or your property or how much equity you have. That's not it. It's cash flow, period. Here's a quote from Jim Rohn. It says, your income needs to exceed your outgo. That's when you know you're ready. That's it. All right, here's my last point. Keep an eye on when your loan comes due, okay? Always keep that, paste it on the board someplace. And make sure your property's financials are stable and strong. Don't let the property's condition, the occupancy, and the NOI fall apart, or else you may not qualify for a refi. And you can get in big trouble there. Therefore, keep the property's curb appeal looking nice. Maintain at least 90% occupancy always and maximize your NOI continually. Okay, always look for ways. All right, that's it for today. Hey, thank you for listening to my podcast, um, Secrets to Refinancing Commercial Real Estate. If you want more training like this, please go out to our website. I have videos up there, um, commercialpropertyadvisors.com. Thank you so much. I'll see you at the next podcast.